Welcome back to Tri-States After the Buzzer, part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and this season of basketball coverage would not be possible if it was not for our great local sponsors, Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance, Extreme Strength in Sports Performance, Tricor Insurance Company, Kramer Pest Control, Bar Raising Fitness, Foley Distributing, and Advance Wellness Center. If you are not following us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast. You can find me on X at Coach Manaman. If you are a podcast person, like, subscribe, follow, Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts can be heard. Now stick around as we hear from one of our great local sponsors, and then we welcome in our guest. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor of Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Joining us via the Nolan Weber Agency through American Family Insurance Hotline is Coach Mike Maloney, coach of Beckman Catholic, the Blazers. Coach Maloney, welcome to Tri-States After the Buzzer. Hey, thanks for having me, Nick. Uh, Appreciate you setting this up and drawing more attention to all the various high school athletes that we see out here. We're fortunate in our area to have so many successful programs, and thanks to all the sponsors, especially Nolan, going through some tough times with his Buffalo Bills right now. <laughs> I did not know he was a Bills fan, but Coach Maloney, the great thing I, I love about you when I announced that we were going to make a run at basketball, you were the first one to reach out to me on Twitter and said, I'm on board. Let me know when where and let's do this let's talk about the blazer program a little bit about you before we talk about a squad that you have coming back that a lot of people have a lot of questions about how long have you been the head coach of the beckman blazers i'll be going on my seventh season right now as the head coach been involved in the program right out of college since 2012 uh jv coach varsity assistant luck fortunate to go to the university of iowa work as a student manager so been having a basketball season basically my whole life. I don't know what it's like not to have something to do all winter long. Great internship having a manager position with the University of Iowa basketball program. Probably saw a lot, probably learned a lot. What was it about the Blazer program at Beckman Catholic that drew you there after college? And then also you had interest in taking over the program seven years ago. I think it's just really being obviously an alum of the school. Uh, They really needed somebody. I I wanted to take a year away from basketball. It it just didn't fall apart. And then once you get into coaching, like anybody knows, no matter what level you're doing in that, helping kids, uh, it's just super rewarding. Um, to go out there and have tons of success. I 
coached a lot of our athletes that have been successful in other sports that you've covered. Um, and we've had a really good tradition that carried on long before me and my team, my high school group plan. We made the state tournament in 2007 and been just so many memories with us and our friends. And that's really the environment me and my coaches have tried to create uh, all the way through, like I said, when I was just even coaching sophomores, you know, I remember my first team had never beaten West Dubuque. You know, that's Spencer Haldeman's grade. Don't get me wrong, he wasn't on the other side that day. Uh, but uh, they were able to come through and beat the first time in their entire life. It's just see the joy on those kids' face. And, you know, you just helped them believe that they could do it. Um, they're the ones who did all the work. It's just you had that ability to show them that belief. And, you know, it just continues. And it gets even harder as you go up different levels. Uh, just But you showing more kids and then building that program. You know, we might not have the state titles that some of our other programs have. Uh, but to see the people who reach out to me constantly to check on our season, to check, hey, who's going to be the next big thing, or how's this guy doing, um, just build that family atmosphere. You know, we're coming off these first few days of practice with everybody in the gym together and just getting kids to, to meet each other, know each other. You know, they've seen these guys coming up through little kid camp. I remember our freshman right now and Michael Keegan telling me, oh, this kid's doing left-handed layups in third grade and yada, yada, yada. So uh, just really fortunate to have had um, this family atmosphere on top of really great players and really strong tradition on the, on the basketball court that some people might not even notice. That's what I love about the Beckman community. And, and I know I probably should not say this on this episode, but the Cascade community as well. So I cover all of the big schools. Those communities in Cascade and Dyersville Beckman are half of the size, actually much smaller than that. And we'll get more downloads, we'll get more plays than some of the bigger schools that I cover. You mentioned earlier a few memories that you had. If you had to pinpoint maybe your greatest highlight, something that maybe still sends shivers up your spine when you think about being at Beckman Catholic, what would your greatest highlight and memory be from coaching the Blazers? That's a really tough call because it underslides so many different uh, great teams that we've had that maybe just have come up short. And obviously, going to the state tournament is going to be every coach's um, answer for you know awesome performance. But along with that, when we were able to make it, our leading scorer that year actually tore his ACL uh, half you know just right after Christmas break, and um, he decided to come back right at the end where a knee brace got hurt. Our first district game that we honestly everyone in the gym after the game comes up and says to me, how did you win that game? You're down four with a minute to go. And we get through it, get to overtime. We do it and just to see him go out to warm ups and see the other, other fans being like, he's playing tonight and see their faces. And, you know, he didn't score one bucket, but I think he had two assists in less than a minute of play. And uh, just to see how his leadership came through and, you know, yeah, the other guys made all the baskets, made all the stops on defense, got the rebounds, did all that stuff. But just to see a kid like Mason White do that, uh, that's definitely going to, since Shivers down your spine. Uh, again, we've had great players. I've had an All-State player, I think, every year since I've been at Beckman. Um, but to see that success rewarded for a guy who had, you know, almost 20 points a game averaging and go down and um, still hang with his team and uh, still be able to hang in there long enough uh, uh, to make a run to that, you know, final eight teams in state was, was a heck of a run. Willis Reed moment there out in Beckman Catholic. Coach, I've said this many times before. I've lived this as a head coach. I've lived it as an assistant coach. I would always say that 
I am only as good as my assistants. So let's talk about some of the assistants and some of the coaches in the program. Who are they? What levels are they at? And what impact do they have on the Blazer program? Yeah, we've got some new blood, but some similar blood uh, this year. Obviously, one of my best friends, Ryan Mabe, uh, taking over the baseball program, uh, was leading our sophomore team for a long time. Um, he had to step away, obviously, young kids. A lot of things to be as involved as he was in two programs. So uh, we're replacing him with uh, a guy named Sam Willenbrink, graduate of Beckman. Um, made the sub-state, been involved, played for Dan Corey, who's been one of our assistants as well, all-time wins leader at our school. Um, he's not back. But then uh, Ron Broxton, freshman coach, been with us now for three or four years. And then Jordan Albertson's coming back out of retirement, uh, who was with Dan for a while, with me for a while. Um, knew we needed somebody, so he's going to help me out at the varsity uh, assistant spot. And I just think it's, like I said, it's the pride in the green and gold. Like you mentioned, um, I'm actually from Bernard, um, small story. So I've been around Cascade pretty much my whole life as well, even though I went to Beckman. But it's just the pride that you take in, in what you're doing out there. You know, we're here for one thing. Uh, what's across the chest is important to all the guys that are in our program. And we've had a great three days of practice and everybody bringing energy. And it's just um, what little impacts everybody can make on um, all our guys' lives. We're really excited about the totality within our program this year and uh, all the way down to the freshman level. We think there's a lot of hard work that can happen and um, a lot of frustration we can maybe cause other teams and hopefully uh, put together enough to win a lot of ball games. Coach Maloney, let's talk about the upcoming 23-24 season. I'm looking right here at the roster and you are losing two of your top three leading scorers in Patrick Gallagher and Aiden Wessels. You're losing your top three rebound, I'm sorry, top two rebounders, and you're losing your top three assist guys on offense. Are the Blazers returning any all-state, all-district, or any all-conference players, or did all those guys graduate last year? Oh, we do have one guy back that's got some accolades, and Eli Kleisner. Uh, he was our second leading scorer last year, combo forward. Uh, could shoot a little bit better than maybe his stats show last year. Um, could do pretty much anything the other guys could do on the floor, obviously. Losing a Division II basketball player, he was a 2A player of the year, and Patrick Hurts. Um, but, you know, the fortunate part is when, when one great guy leaves, other gives an opportunity for other guys to step up, whether it's one or whether it's ten. And Patrick had a ton of talent around him. You know, you know, the Luke Shields of the world who plays college baseball. Caden Gaston could play college football. Uh, they, Trent Arndt's great athlete. You know, they had Aiden, awesome basketball player. You know, and then they just had a ton of other fun guys around him. I think these guys have always sat in their shadows. They've always just done the job. Um, but, you know, Eli and Max Overbrockley, who was on our team that made the state tournament as a freshman, uh, both have that experience. It's just on them to kind of lead us the right way and set those examples and, you know, help the other guys learn. It's not going to be easy. Um, a lot more teams that we're going to have on our schedule have a lot more back than we do. But uh, as a program, we've been in this situation before. Um, we just have to realize how we're getting better every day. Uh, everybody's going to say we're not going to be any good or we're going to be picked towards the bottom of the conference. And, you know, we've been there before as well. And I don't know what we were predicted last year, but we ended up coming out on top. Again, we had a great basketball player surrounded with a bunch of great athletes. But the reason we won was because we were that great team. And that's what we're just trying to accomplish by the end of the season this year. Eli Kleisner was mentioned before. He had a great baseball season being part of that state championship team. He averaged just under 10 points last year. Also had a great football season on the gridiron as well. And you mentioned Max Overbrockling. Those are your two top 
returning scores. He's at 4.5 points per game. And coach, we do have to replace a lot. Who are some of the guys that you are asking to step in and fill some of those roles? And what can you tell us about them? And what can you tell us about their game? Yeah, so obviously Max came on at the end of the year, which is big. So that, you know, five point or four point five points, whatever it might have been. I don't even know. I don't even look at that stuff. Uh, but, you know, we expect that to improve. And then, you know, we have Drew Thier, who played in a lot of games, maybe didn't get a lot of stats. But when you're in a conference championship team, you're going out there to do whatever it takes to win. And um, Drew probably could have got more minutes. It just didn't always work in the rotation the right way. So obviously a lot of success in baseball for Drew as well. Uh, we've got TJ Thier starting uh, quarterback for the football team back again this year. He had missed one of his seasons, so great to have TJ back. Uh, we got Luke, Lucas Oltmans. If anybody paid attention to Western League basketball a few years ago, when they made the state tournament, his brother was on that team. Uh, but Luke, about a 6'3", combo forward, can shoot the three, can go inside, physical, uh, really, really improved in the offseason all-around game. Um, you know, those guys are core, and then we've got guys like Tyus McDermott, been in the program four years, shooter, um, Cole Hirsch and Carter Hageman, both guys that uh, have been on varsity for multiple years, bigger guys, big bodies, do different things. One can shoot a little bit, one's a little bit more beef down low. We're not super tall, but we got some strength and some speed. And then we've got Luke Harwick, uh, the All-State golfer, came back out this year. Uh, really, really good game on the offensive end, just getting back to learn how to play defense again, having a year off. Um, and then we've got some younger talent that's going to come up. It's going to push some guys uh, to get better, and they might end up finding some minutes as well. You know, Andrew Schlarman just was an all-state cross-country runner, Brendan Engler, and Jacob Weidman, a freshman who plays all year round. And he's going to be at practice every day, and he's going to be pushing us to make us better. And then we got Charlie McDermott, uh, junior coming up, been around in the game, Dias' younger brother, uh, great teammate, everybody loves him. You know, we got a fun group of guys that want to get better. we got some other younger guys that, you know, have a chance to fill the open spots we have before the playoffs. Um, we're going to see how they play. Um, but we had a couple of freshmen playing up with us a lot this summer. And uh, besides Jacob, and we'll, we'll see what it comes out of it. Coach, when I announced you on social media, Duke Area Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, if you're not following us, and at Coach Manaman on Twitter, when I announced that, you were joining the podcast to talk about the 2023-2024 Blazers. A lot of people send me some private messages. A lot of people sent me some DMs. They want to know who are you expecting or what's the plan? Who is going to fill the roles of Patrick Gallagher, who averaged 21.8 points a game? What's going to be the plan to replace that void or do everything that he did so well. Yeah, we you obviously know it's not going to be one person. It's going to have be each guy's going to have to pick up more in every area. You know, his ability to shoot the basketball. Uh, there's not a lot of guys that play high school basketball that can do it the way he can. And so, um, you know, that's just not going to be one guy. He could have averaged more points, but uh, focused on winnings and number one. And that's how we play. We play complete team basketball in the offensive end. Yeah, guys might be in certain spots uh, that might get more shots, but. Uh, we just want to be a really good team. We want to find open shots every night, or every possession if we can. Uh, we're not trying to turn it over, and if we miss an open shot, we miss an open shot. Um, that's kind of how we track success for us. Uh, it's all going to build together. Basketball is a time and score thing. It could be 30 to 20. It could be 80 to 90. It's just what are you going to do the next play as your mind in the right spot. So we don't get really focused on who's going to try to average 20 points or who's going to do this. I just think as a, we're going to be successful. 
we're going to need a lot of guys to be in that mid-range of points, maybe not quite 10, some over 10, some over 12, some at 14. Um, Because every night it could be somebody different. I think that's what this team can do. I think we have a little bit more scoring punch as a whole. Uh, You can't just key on one thing versus the other. Um, Get Max going down low, uh, and that will open a lot of things up. Guys are capable shooters. We're just going to have to find the right time. Uh, learn what that right pass is and, and do all the little things it takes to win basketball games. Our, our whole program's been built on the defensive end, and we got to be able to rebound the ball with our size disadvantages. So we got a lot of stats to fill that will come together when you win ball games, and um, winning's a lot more than just what they are. So we're going to need to really focus on what that is and take that maturity level you learned from the guys the year before. You know, last year we talked about leaving a legacy, and those guys did. And this year we're talking about not just being complacent, uh, you know, it's human nature to just, you know, take one way out. Uh, we're going to be the team that changes that and hopefully changes a lot of people's minds. Last year was an outstanding year for the Blazers. They won the River Valley North side of the conference. And that was a tough, that was a loaded conference. Six of the eight teams had above 500 records and Quite a few of those team had four of them had above 15 wins. Beckman Catholic was 16 and seven overall, 11 and three in the conference. Bellevue was 17 and six overall. Cascade 15 and seven overall, and Monticello 17 and seven overall. So what a great year to win that side of the division there in a very tough conference. What went well last year for the Blazers? that you see being a strength for Beckman Catholic this upcoming season? Yeah, last year, I mean, there was numerous All-State players that don't even mention as well. You know, we beat Monticello twice. We made the state tournament. We were going to beat Bellevue twice. That's the reason why we won the conference. We actually started 1-2 and two and finished 11-3. and three. It was just a testament to our guys staying with them. Nobody thought we'd go down to Monty and beat them. And I think they were, who knows what they were ranked at the time. doesn't really even matter. But uh, we went down and we did win that night. We executed the game plan and just kind of let everything uh, roll from there. And I think that's what it takes to win basketball games. You know, you got to live in the moment of what each day is. There is no tomorrow. There is no yesterday. Yeah, you might want to learn something from yesterday to get better today. And tomorrow doesn't matter if you didn't get better today. So we just have to live one possession mindset, one day mindset. Uh, never get too high, never get too low. That's how we structure everything we do. Um, it's going to be another tough grind. Our side is is. Very, very difficult. Even last year, we had to go play West Branch, who has an all-state point guard. We had to play Wilson, who has a Division II six eight big man. And we were able to beat both those teams. Luckily, we had to play Northland. We had to play Marion, state tournament team. So if all else fails, Beckman is going to be battle-tested. We have almost all those teams back on our schedule again. Um, <laughs> and, you know, why not play the best? You know, 20 wins doesn't mean anything if you don't get to where you want to go. So you're never going to find out who you are. In Elbernet, they were ranked in the top five and two ahead. So I can list, continue listing who we're going to play and what we're going to do. But right now, if we can't get better tomorrow, the first week, we're going to take a step back. But we're going to be slow going out in our pride scrimmage on Monday night against West of you. If you cannot beat the best, you definitely cannot be the best coach. The thing that I always liked about high school sports, so in the pros and in college, you can bring guys in to fit your system. In high school, we don't have that luxury. So I would always look at my teams that I had coming in and maybe have to change my game plan or maybe had to change my philosophy on things to fit the personnel that I had coming. So 
we're a couple days into practice. Looking at your roster, what are some things last year that you identified as this team really needs to work on in practice before we start playing? What are some improvements the Blazers are going to have to make to start off the year on, on the right side of the win column? It's going to just come down to, you know, when do we come together as a team? You know, last year there was just different personnel things. I can do everything. You know, every year since I've been coaching, I've had a 6 4 and then probably become 6'6", six, six, combo forward, who can shoot the three, can get to the rim, uh, that goes on to play Division two basketball. I've been very lucky there. Uh, and we, we're not going to have that this year, which is completely fine. Uh, we have to own up to it. we got to realize what we're good at. I think we need to manufacture some more high-percentage looks. Uh, when, you, when you have that guy who can come across half court and just pull a three and it splashes nothing but net, um, it's pretty easy to draw attention to him and get other guys open. And so this year, uh, teams are probably going to be able to play us more straight up. Uh, we're going to have to know what that means, and we're going to have to adapt to it. And, you know, play really smart back in basketball. It's all one possession at a time. Like I said, uh, doesn't matter what it is, but we're going to need to manufacture some more high percentage looks for ourselves. Need to, have to execute on those, um, and those are going to lead to some more outside shots. And I, I think, and I know we can hit. Um, it's just going to take the time to get everything to fit together in the right spot. You know, when you have one guy who's going to be ready to go no matter what, you can kind of work things in. Uh, this year, I think we're just going to have to gel as that team and. As I mentioned when I started this, when does that happen? Um, it doesn't need to happen the first week in November. Um, you want it to as a coach always. You know, It keeps you up at night when you don't. But if it happens in December, it happens right away in January. The biggest and most important thing is when it does happen, do you sustain it to the middle of February? And can you get on that run, especially with the way the states divide teams up? I'm really happy the fact that we're um, playing a really tough schedule um, and we're going to go at it. I mean, Beckman's played 3A league all the way till last year forever. Um, We've played, like I've mentioned before, tons of really good teams over the years. We've beaten number one teams in 3A. Uh, we've been the number one team in 2A. Um, but really, all that really mattered is what team is that team that gets to Des Moines. How the boys look in the first week? Uh, they're a little tired, uh, but we've been doing a really good job uh, getting these guys a little bit more physical than maybe they're used to. Really focused so far on the defensive end, um, trying to get up and down the floor. Like I said, manufacture some more high percentage looks for ourselves. Um, we're down a couple guys with injury. Unfortunately, that's always not something you want to do. Uh, but I'd say that we've gotten better from where last season ended, and that's the most important thing you want to look at as a coach. You know, you look at each individual's talent and ability. Uh, there's a lot of guys who improved, not only strength-wise, not only speed-wise, uh, but basketball IQ-wise. The game's coming slower to them. Maybe it did at RC practices years before. And, you know, that's really where we need to build that team and that cohesity. And uh, that's my job. That's George's job. That's our whole program's job. And so, um, it's one of the most favorite things I have to do all year, find the right roles, get everyone to buy in, and then as a group collectively figure out how we're going to win games. Coach, last question before we hit that walk-off three right before the buzzer lets us out of this podcast. What are your expectations for Beckman Catholic this 2023-2024 season? You know, we want to be that team that everybody says, regardless of what the record is, that they're going to give you their best game. They're going to give you their best effort. Um, whether they're making shots or they're not. Uh, we're going to go out there. We're going to guard. We're going to pick you up a half court, if not past half court. Uh, we're going to block your butt out. Uh, we're going to do every single possible thing we can to beat you, uh, whether that's through the scouting side, through the execution on offensive side. Um, we want to be the team that does the little things right, that gives our chance, ourselves that chance, uh, four minutes to go, with or without the ball, um, just knowing what we're doing. 
um, and then building on that and making it exciting for you know our younger Blazers to come watch us because that's one of the great benefits of being at Beckman. It's um, the following we get not only for our kids that come to our kids camp, uh, but then how they parlay that into playing at halftime, giving high fives to my seniors uh, and knowing who everybody is. So that's what's special about being part of the Beckman community. And um, I know all of our coaches would say the same thing. And so I've uh, been fortunate not only going to school there, uh, but being able to be associated with all the great people um, and playing for all the great coaches we've had and having more time as teachers. So uh, just really providing that positive impact um, to kids' lives. Coach Maloney, thank you for joining me on Tri-States After the Buzzer. Best of luck to you, your players, the program, the Beckman Catholic community on this upcoming 2023 and 2024 season. Thanks a lot, Nick. Thank you for listening to another episode of Tri-States After the Buzzer, part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network. If you have not already, give us a follow on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, and don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify.